what is in the, what's in this container this bottle here this this protein shake container fermented greens fermented greens i have been eating very well in the country of my birth jamaica for the past couple days uh-huh. and today it went downhill we had a cook a cook a combo breaker <laughs> as they would say in street fighter combo breaker fermented like what i don't even know what that means like is it like what is it what like like kelp or like spirulina spirulina carrot roots carrot roots <laughs> there's radish greens there's like, greens, there's like 119 ingredients that'd be amazing if i listed everyone if you went this is like every green vegetable and whole coffee fruit what <laughs> the whole fruit not even the bean the coffee fruit the coffee fruit this feels Who like a waste knew? of coffee is what this feels yeah. like um Speaking oh, should we introduce ourselves? I'm Janelle Dennis. Oh, I'm Jacob Derwin. Uh, <laughs> welcome to I'm Trying. Uh, I'm also yeah. pretty tired, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's, a, it's one of those weeks. It's one of those days. It's yeah. the end of February. It's yeah. short month. It's dreary. Well, it's a little longer than usual this month. Shout out to my what friend Laurel Johnson, whose birthday is on a leap year. So she actually gets to celebrate <gasps> her birthday this month for the first time in four years. Oh, yeah, it's we a have, leap year. We have the 29th this, this, this month. This year. We have the 29th this month? Yeah, so that's <gasps> what the leap year means. It means we get one more day. I didn't know that was this year. Yeah, it's, it's <gasps> happening. One extra yeah, day to my pay friend, rent. My friend Laurel gets to celebrate her eighth birthday. Wow. <laughs> uh, I'm, very I'm, g- I'm disappointed in you for being friends with the month. <laughs> this is my way to say happy birthday to my friend Laurel. Um, happy yeah, birthday. It probably few weeks later uh but because <laughs> this is probably coming out yeah. in march but um yeah anyways uh today's episode is with courtney Reda. she is a comedian and a host for the food network uh yeah. specifically the web series slash now it's on food network it's on it's on tv called carnivorous in which she explores the country's best meat providers uh mm-hmm. and also coming out this spring i'm not sure if it's out by the time this episode will drop Drop an episode. Drop. Uh, Let uh, the beat drop. <laughs> it's called Better with Age, and Better with Age is a show, a web series where Courtney went around uh, to different homes, to home cooks who have been making recipes for thirty plus years for a long time, mm-hmm. and cooked with them in their homes and got to know them a little bit of the history. And uh, I love that idea. It's a really cool little show concept, and it's how I met Courtney. Uh, she came to my home uh, and met my mom. She is my mom wow. now. Wasn't um, it on your mom's birthday? It was a few. Or around was, that br- time? Yeah, just after or just before. Uh, yes, it was around my mom's birthday. I can't remember the exact date. I think now. it was the same weekend. It was a little. I th- my mom. I think it was a little bit before. I think it was like it was like a like a week or half a week before. Um, and it was a really wonderful time. And Courtney is a wonderful host. And she is. And she immediately just makes you feel comfortable. She's warm. She's funny. She's friendly. Um, and it was a wonderful birthday gift for my mom. I that's think. a top, that's a top tier birthday. It gift. really, it was, it was really lovely. And I'm so happy to bring her here and down. I'm so happy she was down to do the podcast because she is at her, at, at her heart. I mean, she, you and her come from a similar background. You're both, you're both standups. You're both, you both kind of slummed it in New York city for whatever amount of time. And, and she kind of uh, on her own accord, uh, you know, found this gig that, that she never saw coming. Yeah. And all of her skills culminated into this perfect career gig that really yeah. utilizes them yeah even she was talking a little about a little bit about improv which mm-hmm. i didn't mention in the episode but i 
did one level of improv at Second City in Toronto. Sure. Mm-hmm. It was not for me. <laughs> it's not for everybody. I mean, it was. It went well, but I. It's it's difficult yeah. having to be a part of a team, and if it goes downhill, you everything goes downhill, <laughs> and you can't end it. So it's you gotta commit. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a, it takes a, a, spe- a special kind of person to be able to really make something out of that out of that format and it's uh it's a uh, it's a wonderful thing to be able to pull off and i'm glad mm-hmm. that's working out for our wonderful guest courtney so yep. uh listen up to the episode and uh look out for her on the food network you can follow her online at court rada so it's like her name courtney but just the court part it's the court and then her last name r-a-d-a and uh yeah she's a lot of fun and i'm glad she was here so this is the episode with courtney rada enjoy my name is Courtney Rada. I am uh, 28 years old, turning 29 this year. Sorry, it just seems so close to 30. That mm-hmm. is, you know, you're like dead. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's go with that. Okay. Yeah, okay. So that's my intro. No, um, so I, I went to school for musical theater mm-hmm. when I was in college. Uh, and then I graduated and I like moved to the city with a pink wrap dress and uh you know my my laducas and my rep book and i was like i'm gonna be on broadway Mm. and then i realized that i was not very good at being on the broadway Mm. you know do you ever like it was like a moment of realization where i was like oh this is something that i'm like passionate about and that's wonderful but like this isn't my journey. This isn't my thing. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. So I started doing stand-up and improv. And then I realized that I loved just, you know, taking situations and making people laugh and, and improvising in in life and also, like, with a group and also by myself. Mm-hmm. And so I sort of used the skills that I learned in improv to get into this world of hosting. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I don't know. It was kind of cool, like, having, like, not really been able to do the theater thing very mm-hmm. well, um, but then really kind of succeeding and just like being myself. That was pretty cool. So now I'm a host for um, the Food Network. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I am. I have a, <laughs> yeah, I have a, a few shows. Um, one is called Carnivorous, which is sort of similar to Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, uh, but um, I'm more of a like a millennial take, and it's all centered around, you know, meat dishes mm-hmm. so therefore um, carnivorous therefore carnivorous <laughs> um therefore um my friends call me gay fieri no uh, <laughs> and then um i have another show coming out uh, tell me all about it in the spring oh, wow. which Ooh, is how i met you yeah, um it yeah it's called better with age i go into the homes of people who've been making recipes for 30 plus years and learn a little bit about them and their families and the recipes and that is how I met my man Jago. Yeah. And uh, works. I'm excited about that. I'm very excited. I know. I'm really excited special. to see it. That was fun. Those yeah. latkes, man. Yeah, man. I will be. No spoilers. Oh, sorry. Those, I assume uh, it's going to be very spoilers. Yeah, I'm just going to be. I posted a picture of like your, <laughs> my your mom's lawn. like you, uh, on your front lawn yeah, yeah. and your mom's like spatula that said like latkes. Yes. And I was like, yes. Yeah, spatula yeah. says latkes Yeah. It? it was, wow. It's like yes. carved out. The word is like carved out of the. Uh, and I was like, guess what yeah. we're making? And I was like, no spoilers. And I was like, latkes. <laughs> <laughs> Ta-da. Um, <laughs> um, 
Okay, well, let's go back a little bit. I think we, we touched on something really interesting there. Cool. So where are you from originally? Originally from South Jersey. South um, Jersey. Okay. Outside, I just say outside of Atlantic City because not many people know. Sure. Uh, Smithville, New Jersey. Unfamiliar? Yep. There's a, it's a cute little like town, little village. Very, um, it's not a lot of people. It's one of those places where like you, you can't go out without bumping into like every single person you've ever met uh, growing up. My favorite. You know? Yeah, like <laughs> going to the Wawa and I see like my third grade gym teacher, mm. my ex best friends. Mm-hmm. They're on a date. It's weird. Yeah, it's all yeah. weird. Everyone's <laughs> dating. I think it's just all a big secret. Yeah. So it's yeah. a very small town. Yeah. So you're from South Jersey. You moved to New York, and you had you told me you kind of, over time you had this moment where you're like, this isn't going to work the way I planned. Do you remember like a specific moment or a series of events that led to that revelation? I think you know when we were. It was my senior year, and mm-hmm. we had to do. You know, you do like I don't know if you're like you're familiar with like musical theater school, bit. but there's uh, most programs have. Uh, a showcase like yes. a senior showcase so um i was like getting things together for this mm-hmm. and none of the roles felt right mm-hmm. and i was marketing myself as like this very feminine very girly very like ingenue-esque uh mm-hmm. musical theater girl and for lack of a better term it was just so basic that i was like <laughs> i feel like i'm not like something doesn't feel right sure and looking back on it now, I feel like I would love to have gone back and be like, okay, I'm going to sing something because I can sing. Yeah. I mean, I haven't in a while, but like I can. Um, but I would have loved to like, like I would love to go back and be like, because I sang, I sang Hopelessly Devoted from Ooh. Greece, which I'm like, look at me. I am not Sandra D, but you know what? We're going to run with it. <laughs> like uh, I, I sang that and then I like, I wish I could go back and just like sing something funny and then also maybe do like, a three-minute stand-up set or something like that and just tell some something jokes. Something that felt more you. Yeah. Sure. And I think a lot of that, too, was, you know, finding my voice as an out lesbian in a world that, like, if there's not really many gay roles for, for women in theater and there wasn't really any... And if there are, they're, they're very, you know... I just didn't feel like there was anything that fit what I wanted to market myself as. And sure. so I was sort of hiding from things that felt right because I thought that I had to like drink the Kool-Aid and mm. do what would work for musical theater, I guess. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Mm. Well, Jenna, when did you start stand-up? Mm, I want to say five years ago around cool. Okay. And so you were in school also when you were when you started. No, no? I was way uh, aging myself, but I was around twenty five. Well, oh, I thought maybe your grad school program that was later, I guess. No, it was yeah, when yeah. I was working in between my undergrad How old are you? and I'm thirty. See, thirty one. I, I was like thirty. You're dead. Yeah, and I'm but, like, <laughs> but hey, listen, you do not look thirty, so that is. I thought I, you were look, younger than me. When I thought you were yeah. like twenty three, twenty two. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. I swear to God. Oh, that so. makes me feel. I'm be- dead inside. If that makes. Aren't we all? Anyway. Aren't we all? <laughs> well, okay. Anyways, okay. So I, I feel like I relate to your story in a weirdly accurate way. Same. Like, yeah. It's, it's like I, I was. I mean, it's a longer time ago, but in high school, I started in the theater program and immediately gave up. I did it my freshman year. I didn't know you did theater for, for one year, and it, it, and I hated it with all my not not the art form, but the people and mm-hmm. the and the pressure that was put on a bunch of ninth graders. That's such a real thing. Yeah, like it's, not it's the a lot of times, like yeah. the people that are involved in theater are like their own worst enemies. It's, it's yeah. yeah. It's such a beautiful art form. 
platform and then there's people just constantly knocking each other down and judging mm-hmm. people so and you, I, and I think you run from it exactly and i think it's a combination of just the 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 atmosphere and also the fact that you're ninth, you're in ninth grade yeah. you're in high school and high school's terrible yeah and everyone's pubescent and there's a million mm-hmm. things happening and so I, I quit pretty early um and uh, I'll tell you my, my weird food story later, but um, I know I, there's, there's things here, but no, but, but then like I ended up in journalism school. Like I ended up doing broadcast journalism in college because I wanted to host things because I wanted to do radio and television. Cool. And so I feel like I, like I know the thing that clicked in your head a little bit yeah. at different times where it was like, this thing isn't really working. I still think I'm a, at least an interesting person. Right. I think I'm at least good enough to, to, to be in front of people and lead the pack in some small way. Right, and, and it just some. I feel like, I don't know what exact. It's probably different for everybody, but I feel like maybe the same light switch flipped. Yeah, and mm. I think that like when you're in um in an environment where you're you can have a lot of attention and yeah. you thrive on that and you like being not in the center of attention, but you feel like you have something worth saying. Yes. Um, the way to channel that, especially when you're younger, is through theater and roles that like mm-hmm. have already been written and finding yeah. things that sort of match your voice but then I think you get to the point where you're like oh maybe the the best character that I this is so corny but like the best character that I can play is like my my myself (laughs) and I knew all along it was me that I wanted to listen to (laughs) I mean no it's not it's it's incredibly it's it's an honest thing to 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 say yeah I feel like maybe a lot I, I don't know but I feel like a lot of hosts and and actors personalities uh would would not they would they would shy away from from admitting that right like no 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 it's it's you know it's like no part of it is the fact that you feel like you have something you want to say and that people should listen yeah in some yeah. small way and that's not a bad thing there's nothing there's no there's no ego about it it's just a right it's a skill but i think it also comes with like that sort of fraud complex yes. where once you do start to get attention or you do start to become good at like being yourself on camera mm-hmm. or in front of a mic or something like that you're like who do I think I am for thinking that I'm this interesting that I could just be mm. myself mm-hmm. and and make a career off of that? Like, mm-hmm. so I mean, I still think they have the wrong person. I still think they're gonna call me and be like, <laughs> "I'm so sorry, you're not the Courtney Rada with we thought you were." So, uh, yeah, it, it does come with like that sort of complex too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Do you get that? The frog yeah. complex. Frog complex all the time. All yeah. the time. Uh, my path was a little bit different. I, after high school, went into acting mm. and the commercial acting. And that it was the same thing where give me a script and I'll be able to bring these words to life. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, clean and clear or some. Yeah. You got the skin yeah. for clean and clear. That's for you sure. do. Wow. They told me. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Wow. I really got acne uh, right before that. So, but I didn't use clean and clear. Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> Oopsie daisy. This is actually a big clean and clear commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. They still have, I signed a, I signed a 15 year contract. 11 minutes later. Like, Whoa. It's like those commercials where you're like, well, I, don't, I, don't, I have no idea what brand this is for. I don't know where they're going with this. It's like yeah. Subway. It's like, there was a childbirth in this commercial yeah. and we're at, yeah. we're at sandwiches. I'm, babies love sandwiches. Babies love sandwiches. <laughs> Take it from Courtney Rada. Yeah. <laughs> Scientific. That's a fact. It's a fact. Babies love sandwiches. Babies love sandwiches. They shouldn't eat them, but they love them. <laughs> I feel like I relate to those babies. Oh, oh man. Okay, so you're you're in New York. You're you're having your personal little crises. 
uh, and you fall into the world of improv and, and hosting, um, where do you start to break ground in those worlds? Or where do you start to fail in those worlds? What are your first couple of moments pursuing those things like? Um, so I, uh, I started at The Pit, which yes. I loved. Yeah. We've got, we've got Love friends the, pit. the Pit. Yeah. Um, I loved just the vibe at The Pit. I felt like I was always walking into like someone's living room and mm-hmm. just being like, we're all going to laugh no matter what. And... That sort of. We're not leaving here until we. <laughs> We're not leaving here until one of you pisses yourself. All right. <laughs> uh, and so um, I did two levels there, mm-hmm. which I loved. Um, but then I sort of started. And then I did one level at UCB because I was trying to see which one I wanted to maybe go all the way, mm. go all the way, like go to fourth base with. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, wow. Go a home run. Touch a career on <laughs> under a uh, But I decided neither because I didn't think that my journey was a house team. I loved going and watching the house teams. I lo- But I just, there was something about it that I was like, I don't think that mm, that's also something that fits for me. Sure. Um, and I also really liked coming up with my own jokes and doing stand-up, even though it scared the absolute poop out of me. Mm-hmm. Like, cat poop out of me. Good I, uh, Thank you. <laughs> I, like, I remember the first time doing stand-up was, like, the most scared I ever was. And then I also put so much, you know, pressure on myself being like, you stop doing theater to do this. Mm-hmm. What if you're not good? What if you're an idiot? Who made you think that you're you're funny, you know? And so then I was like, I, I remember I was like almost going to throw up. I was like, whoa. Oh. And I've never really gotten stage fright before. Mm-hmm. And I never really gotten stage fright when I was doing theater. But for some reason, like doing this and putting so much on that and also like doing my own material, I, I had a mm. moment where I was like, I'm scared to death, which means it's important, which means it's something that I should be doing. Mm. Yeah. And it was going all the way in what you wanted to do. You wanted to be yourself. Right. But if people don't laugh or you don't get the reaction of that, exactly. you think, okay, do people not like me, who I yeah. am as a person? Exactly. And it's like, oh, I, I was the problem all along, you oh. know? <laughs> <laughs> so that's that was very terrifying. But mm-hmm. um, I did that for a little bit and, you know, got better and sometimes got way worse but then there was times I was like wait I'm amazing then I started um I I got like a hello fresh meal prep kit okay and um was really into it and my dad was a chef oh wow and so I liked learning and teaching myself how to like cook things and and get better at cooking Mm -hmm. and I thought about because you know I was sort of at a standstill with like a standstill with the stand up mm. and I was like maybe I'll go to cooking school like maybe I'll take that journey for a little bit I do like it sure and out of the blue there was this casting that said looking for comedians who enjoy cooking and I got I basically my interview process was sitting in front of the camera and just talking about myself and why I liked food and what I liked wow. about it and I talked for 10 minutes and then I got a call like the next day that I was going to start wow. traveling and hosting this food show. Wow. So it was like a it was very, that quick. yeah, it was wow. so crazy. And it was so like, <clears throat> it was, it was wild, which is why I think like that sort of fraud mm-hmm. complex came in. I was like, they meant to send this to someone else. Like, this was this? too quick. Yeah. 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 And then all of a sudden I was on a plane and I was like, oh my God. I guess I'm reviewing sausages now. Yeah. <laughs> and literally, I think the first episode, no, the first episode was. This was for car- carnivorous? Yes. Yeah. 
I so Carnivorous was a dig- it was a digital series before it it was picked up. By I remember Food seeing Network. it on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, the first episode was uh, a butcher shop in Boston. Oh, that's what it was. And okay. I showed up at that butcher shop, and I was like, and I remember the the director was like, "Hey, did you get the the breakdown and like mm. the scripts and your intros and everything?" Like when I showed up to set, and I was like, "Nope." Mm-mm. And he was like, "Oh my god." I, I sent it to your email and they sent it to the wrong email. Oh no. And so my very, my very first day I made up everything on the fly wow. and I just like went with it. And well done. Hey, thanks. <clears throat> but I was like, well, this, this, is, <laughs> this is not, this can't be right. But Well, suddenly all your skills are coming into play. You yeah. literally did improv. I did improv. Yeah. I suddenly. was talking about food and I was trying to be myself and be as charming as possible and yeah. make it seem like I knew what I was doing and... It was cool. I sang a few uh, bars. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, you. I, I heard you sing at my mom's house a couple times. You oh, have a beautiful God. voice. I just, I randomly will just, I mostly sing when I'm uncomfortable. Like if there's like an awkward oh. silence, I'm like. Well, that makes it a lot whoa, worse. Whoa. <laughs> You're just like. <laughs> <laughs> this seems uncalled for. I know. I'm just like, wow, amazing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Are you? And I'm like, I am just. Uncomfortable. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's incredible. Um, wh- where did you see the posting? Was it like backstage, or was it, where were they? Um, where do it, you hear? Where do you hear a casting call for a comedian who likes food? The it was through. Um, yeah, it was. <laughs> I was like, oh, uh, it was through this casting director. She posted it on wow. Instagram. Oh my god! Someone wow. had like DM'd it to me, and then I was like, oh, I'm there. And so I. I was a little relentless though when it came to getting an appointment. Mm-hmm. I like emailed one person and tried to, and they looped me in with another person. So I emailed another person, and I think I emailed like three people until mm-hmm. someone was finally like, "Yeah, send us a reel, okay?" And I was wow. like, "Yes." <laughs> Wild. Yeah. yeah, that's. I mean, that's. <laughs> I'll, I'll loop it into my. I'll keep the story as short as I possibly can. Oh please. I, I mean, am no, a, please keep it short. Not I mean, a, like, yes, no, no honestly, not, no. not about me. It's about you. But I, I, I was, I was 16 years old, and I posted two videos on YouTube of me and a bunch of friends uh, being quote unquote food reviewers and being goofy teenagers and eating sushi and ice cream. And that was yes. really, it was, it was not thoughtful. It was, was it not together, eloquent. Sushi and ice cream. Uh, no, the two separate episodes. Okay, got it. Uh, I'm pretty sure the name we, what we called the the series was probably breaking a lot of copyrights because uh, it, you know, had the whole verse food thing in it. And um, oh, okay. Um, but uh, we enjoyed making them, and they were they were low key and goofy, and done on a Canon digital camera. There was no real effort put into it, but it was fun. Yeah, I knew how to use Movie Maker. I could put things together, uh, and I got a call, email, and then a call uh, from a from a, uh, a YouTube channel that didn't exist yet um, that was looking for for teenage hosts for a potential food show on their channel. And so we set up a phone call, and it was with Joe Davola and Brian Robbins, who are producers known for. But Joe Devola worked on Seinfeld. Crazy they, Joe Devola. Crazy Joe Devola, and uh, they both helped create like all that and the Amanda Show and kind of what? that that generation. Yeah, yeah. And so, knowing all that, I'm on this phone call. And they want us. To, they want me to make basically a pilot idea, like a full. Like they don't want an audition. They want me to put together a whole episode yeah. concept. And I, so, wow. so I pull a few friends together. We go to a local place called Super Fry, uh, where you guys ate when you came to hang out with us. Which is <gasps> you went to <clears throat> Super Fry. I've yes. been hearing so much um, about this. Which place. is the full it circle. It's pretty good. It was great. Um, and uh, they, they, well, it, it didn't exist for a while. It closed and then it reopened recently, which oh, we okay. were so excited about it. But back then, it was kind of the go-to high school spot. Lunch special was six fifty. You went there for lunch. Yeah. You ate a giant meaty panini and a bunch of fries, and you loved it. Yeah. Um, and so we we got there early. We ordered like fifty dollars worth of food. 
We went through each bit. We did all the glamour shots of us biting into the food. Threw it together, movie maker, in an afternoon, my buddy Brian. And we sent it in and didn't hear back for months. And eventually they told us that that summer they weren't going to go through with the project. And that was kind of the end of it. Okay. Uh, And this channel was called Awesomeness TV. And it slowly bloomed into whatever it became. It was sold to DreamWorks for several million dollars and then became a Nickelodeon show. Uh, and it is so, still with Nickelodeon or MTV I'm, now. I think it's still. I don't know. I think it's Nickelodeon still. Or maybe I don't. I'm not yeah. sure. But point is, I had this moment where I, I kind of watched the escalation of this thing that, like, I kind of missed the bus on. Um, and it's it's made me kind of crack up ever since. Like the, the the. I mean, I worked in Chelsea. I worked in Chelsea Market for a summer at New York One, uh, right next to the offices. Yeah. And I feel like I've had these constant. Uh, Weird little drive-bys with this like whole taunting thing. almost like hey. yeah, and you're like I'm so close I'm, to that and like, so and so cherry on the on the top of the Sunday is you know my girlfriend Betta sends me a, uh, a message and she goes you have to apply for this and it's the thing you posted on Instagram I'm like I'm not what? 30 years old but my mom has been making these latkes since her great grandma told her how to make them and so. Here we are. But it's it was so cool. it is yeah. a very funny it's been a very funny couple uh eight to nine years of this weird these weird run ins. Yeah. Uh, and and so I, I it's it's yeah. So you never know where these things are gonna pop up. You get random calls from No, it's people. true. It's and strange. I think that that's why it 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 helps just to say yes to everything. Yes. But like <laughs> man, that is that is wild. It's weird. It's a weird thing. It's a weird, weird thing. So you got this first pilot. It you, you improv most of it, if not all of it. You uh, but, <laughs> all yeah, of it. all of it. Yeah, <laughs> like um, all the interviews, all the intros. I'm like, I'm just gonna try something else. Let me amazing. try this one. Let me God try. Bless. I'm in Boston. Let me try that again. Like it's yeah, yeah. It was, but my the production team was brilliant. I mean, mm-hmm. they're they're very fun. They're this young. Was cafeteria. Too? Yeah. Okay. Cool. They're you and you met them. They're, they're fun. They're young. They're group. so funny. Yeah. So they were encouraging and they weren't... Right. And I feel like we we kind of mm-hmm. hit it off because they were very... We had the same sense of humor. Oh. So, yeah. Which was very helpful because I could be like, I think this is... And you'd be like, no, that's not funny. And I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, 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 you trust each other with the humor. Right. You, you yeah, know that yeah. they're on the same page. And no one's feelings get hurt, too. Sure. You're like, Good. hey, that was actually really stupid. Like, mm-hmm. Carlos is my, our director and yeah, he's yeah. like a brother to me and mm-hmm. like I came out in an outfit once and he was like hey man uh, I would change that shirt and I was like <laughs> why he's like it just kind of looks stupid and I'm like alright but all like right. if anyone else would have said that I'd be like you can go die but like with Carlos <laughs> yeah. I'm like love you man like <laughs> right, sure. I'm like Thanks, oh, okay cool have there been any I mean if you don't want to mention this because this show is pretty new um have there been any incidents where on on set or during production where things just kind of spiraled or or you needed a minute or there was um i think the only only time that has ever happened was uh we did an episode in at the memphis and may festival yes in um oh i think i overheard you talking about this Yeah, 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 yeah and it was the only time that you know, and it was something completely different. We've never done festivals before, but that was just, you know, you have no control over that and you're traveling all around the fest. We had a golf cart. It was like <laughs> 98 degrees. I was sweating. We, I was doing my own makeup. Degrees. It was Dang. doing your own makeup. <laughs> I was doing my own makeup at the time because it was, you know, it was a smaller scale. So sure. like I had to constantly be like, I was sweating my eyebrows off and I was like, oh my God, because <laughs> like, these are 
drawn on. And they look uh, great. They look wonderful. <laughs> hey, thanks. Um, you know, and just like constantly like retouching, thinking of a bunch of things. And then on top of that, like it's a festival. People are drunk. People are having fun. Mm. People see a camera. They're going to jump in front of it. So like I'd be like, okay, we're going to get this intro really quick. And we'd run over and then some guy would come and be like hey what are you guys filming and i'd be like oh my <laughs> god and he'd be like you can get me on camera like it was a lot of that and wow. i felt my patience getting really thin mm-hmm. but you know i i think that's the that's probably the only time that i could think of that i was on camera and i just like wasn't not Oof. like not wasn't loving it but just was like oh i'm just tired i'm mm. really tired because it does it it did, whoa it just didn't feel like the vibe of sure of like how things usually were. The upbeat, quirky kind of. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, You lost the, you were running out of energy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. But right. that was literally the only time. That's and, awesome. I mean, rightfully so. Also, it was mm. a, a festival designed for barbecue and beer and. Misery. And uh. yeah, craziness. <laughs> I have a question for you. What's your were, question? Were you scared at any point about the reaction or fan reaction to you and the show in general, especially since it was a, a meat yeah. show mm-hmm. in the you know the time of veganism, right? So, um, yes, I was very nervous. Um, I'm still a little nervous because, like, I'm known as like the meat eater, the the. I don't know, like pe- people like think of me as carnivore. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And so, um, I mean, I'm, I'm, it's, I'm dating someone new, and her mm-hmm. sister is a vegan, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I don't want her to know what I do for work. You know what I mean? And like, <laughs> I, I appreciate. I think everyone's entitled to their own, their sure. own diet, their own opinion, mm-hmm. and I mean, a lot of times too. Like, I, I just watched this documentary about the future of meat mm-hmm. and like it is it is scary and it is it is you know something that i think you know is not sustainable as uh, health-wise and and what i we think do it that, now for sure yeah, yeah and i think that that this show has helped me be smarter about you know being more hands-on with like the farmers and ranchers and people that awesome. are doing it right mm-hmm. um sure. but it was definitely i i get fearful of people you know, kind of coming for me because of my my eating habits, but also my sexuality too. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're always gonna, I'm always gonna piss someone off. So I, I and you know, never read the YouTube comments, never. which I, I did once. I've done it. It's a bad call. Oh my god, yeah. I I was reading these comments and I was spiraling, and then there was this one man that wrote. Courtney, if you're reading this, stop! Don't read the comments. And I was like. Okay. Yes, sir. <laughs> and I literally, it was all caps, and I was like, okay, yeah. So I stopped oh. reading them, but like, I don't know. I think that was definitely nervous yeah. of reactions. We're the trolls. Exactly. Mm. And I think that, you know, people are always going to be, have an opinion about what you do and say. Sure. Uh, you just got to be true to yourself mm-hmm. and uh, don't read the comments. <laughs> don't, don't do it. Every time you're like, oh, you know, it'll be, I'll find some nice stuff in there. No, yep. no. it's not worth it. For every nice comment, there's eight bad ones. Eight people who were just there to be angry. So Engagement. Yeah. They made me do this sign off that was like, if you liked what you saw, uh, give us a like and comment. And Mm -hmm. if you didn't, and then I could say whatever. And I was like, if you didn't, just just go away. Like, please be nice and just leave (laughs) me alone. (laughs) 
Um, that that was maybe the funniest part of recording the the episode at my mom's house was letting you go into the kitchen and then do a bunch of Instagram ads. Oh my god, it cracks me! Up. I've never seen anyone do that live before. It was really funny. Yeah, and I got to improv like a lot yeah. of them, and I was like, eh. just goofing around. <laughs> if you like this episode a lot, cast swipe up. Like just yeah. stupid. Dad if you want to? Yeah, it's 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 amazing. <laughs> I don't even think of that. Like they're filming a different way. It's a different kind of camera. Yeah, it's a whole different thing. And I'm just like I I never. Well, I was in school. We didn't learn about social media broadcast stuff we just kind of yeah shot everything the same horizontal was the ratio and that was it right um, and now it's like whoa vertical thanks for social media swipe up i gotta do like a hand motion yeah <laughs> <laughs> hand motion hosting well we ask all of our guests uh we ask all of our guests to uh tell us about something that brings them joy brings them comfort something that maybe you're not you're having a rough day you're spiraling you're feeling like fraud something you can consistently go back to that maybe makes you happy that uh that brings you some sort of comfort a happy place uh you know, I think that one of the things that I've always liked about myself and felt really confident about is the fact that I am able to make friends with anyone. Mm-hmm. And I find it very easy to talk to strangers. And I find that strangers will kind of gravitate towards me to like tell me stories. Mm. And if I'm feeling isolated and alone, like I will sort of remind myself like that that is kind of a gift and that is something that I was sort of put on this earth to do is to you know connect with people and get to know their stories and Mm -hmm. uh, it helps me feel like I have more of a purpose when I'm feeling like I'm a little lost and it also helps me feel less alone so I think that that's something that I that makes me feel very good Just be people. Yeah, people. That's, that's, I mean, that's, that's an amazing thing to be able to do. I, yeah, I guess. I, I mean, I've never, no one's ever asked me that before. And I'm like, that's the first, like the only thing mm. that I can think of. I think like, I don't know. I don't really like being alone, but. <laughs> no, I get that. I get that. Yeah. But yeah, I think, you know, just finding, finding good and, mm-hmm. and something interesting and something fun in people around you. Mm-hmm. Corny. That is no, that's not corny. That's, I think that's yeah. genuinely beautiful. Hey, thanks, man. Well done. Uh, that's really that's really hard, hard to be. I know.